Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hello, everyone. I'm J.S. Mayank, director and co-writer of America 2.0, a six-part scripted narrative podcast series. I'm David Carlyle, the co-creator. As we arrive at our fifth episode, we explore something that's been creeping up on Seth. Life doesn't wait for you to be ready. Between the counsel of Congresswoman Helen Chan and the unexpected arrival of the former president, Seth is about to face reality. It's time for him to put his idea to the test with the most important minds in D.C., His moment isn't coming anymore. It has arrived. Will President Sidney Rutherford give Seth the final boost he needs to get him to the finish line? Find out in our penultimate chapter, Don't Be Scared. Previously on America 2.0. Oh, geez, Ellen. Hi, how are you? I'm good. But more importantly, how are you? Let me know if you want my help. Okay? Where are you heading? To tell her that I'm running for president. Anna, I want to give every American citizen a million (laughs) dollars. Oh, you're serious. Let's take a walk. Don't forget to write a personalized thank you for Mr. Zanardi. Imagine a Congress that wasn't constantly begging for money. I'm surprised you called, especially given the day you're having. It's not every day I get to have dinner with someone the president personally chided. So you're not exploring Iran? Dan, I know exactly who your source is. I know precisely what she told you. Dinner conversation makes for pie-in-the-sky policy talk. Don't print this. You want to devalue the dollar. It's the best way to reduce the burden of our national debt. Don't do it, man. Drunk texting never works out. Oh, no, no, it's not what it looks like. But what are your thoughts on drunk emailing? Excuse me, sir. Hey, wait, wait, your secret service. Why are you in front of my house? Cardinal has arrived. Cardinal? Wasn't that your code name? Mr. President? Before we get to the former president, let's go back for a moment. I want to talk about Congresswoman Helen Chan. (sighs) Sorry. Sometimes I get ahead of myself. Historically, minimum wage hasn't kept up with inflation, which means it's impossible to live above the poverty line on minimum wage, even working over 40 hours a week. hasn't kept up with inflation, which means it's impossible to live above the poverty line on minimum wage, even working... I have messages from Anna. Why didn't she just call me? She did. Multiple times. You didn't pick up. Uh, Fine. Uh, what did she say? Dan Carrington just called my office for a comment. Have you lost your mind? Gita, please, don't do the voice. Get it together, Seth. Wait. 
Wait a minute, is that Anna saying that, or are you saying that? Technically Anna, but if the shoe fits... All right. Anything else? Yes. You just got a lunch request. Oh, God damn it! which paper? No paper. Helen Chan. I have three senators and five congressmen who are ready to issue statements of support to show that the party has your back on this. It's impressive. But you have to soften your stance. It doesn't have to be an apology, just something to clarify your position. Look, thank you so much for asking me to lunch. You are exactly the person I needed to see right now. Happy to help. So, you'll do it? No. But thank you anyway. Seth! Can I trust you, Helen? Uh, of course. I mean, can I really trust you? No matter what I say right now, however outlandish it might seem, you won't go running to the press or the minority leader's office? More water? Yes, thank you. If you're involved in a sex scandal, I know this guy who'll get you out of whatever you need, but you didn't hear about him from me. No, no, no. It's nothing like that. It, it's just, I have a new idea. It's really out there, and I'm gonna need someone with your background to help me. Okay, then. Where'd you get your doctorate? The London School of Economics. Why? What's going on? Just get it out there. I want the Fed to print $350 trillion. Oh, oh I'm so sorry. That's okay. Is it weird that this keeps happening to me? So outside of having water spat in your face for the second time in 24 hours, it sounds like a positive lunch. I left feeling like I was floating on cloud nine. And how long did that feeling last? Oh, about half an hour, at best. Don't have Thursday afternoon. Can I get back to you? Seth. Seth! Olivia's in your office with you. What a great picture. Anna. Oh, Seth. Uh, I I'll just leave you two alone. Hey, buddy. If you're starting this with, hey, buddy, I know it's bad. Let's take a walk. You gotta stop talking to people about this. Oh, come on, I'm not a good politician, Anna. I didn't get in this to play the game. You have to play it a little. I thought you learned that during your campaign. I lost sight of myself during the campaign. Why'd you have lunch with Helen Chan? I just got back from that. How could you possibly... It's my job to know. Are you spying on me? I keep tabs on you, just like I do with everyone else. Well, I'm not everyone else. It's not like it was before. When we just had Rutherford, you know what that's like? It's easy to be there for your guy, but I don't have one guy anymore. I've got 250, and I have to do whatever it takes to ensure that our party has a future in this town. Funny, I was thinking the exact same thing. Then why are you trying to blow up everything? Blow up what exactly? We lost the White House, Congress, and the Senate. Yeah, but it was close. We lost, Anna. We can't afford to lose again. You think we can get it all back just by acting as if things are all hunky-dory? I have to do this. I finally get it. Well, that's great, Seth. But you can't win elections by promising something that you'll never be able to deliver. I agree. And that's why I have to deliver on it. What, what do you think I'm doing? It starts with Helen. She's doing the math right now. She's a skilled politician, and it's great that you're learning to work the system, but you'll need a hell of a lot more than Helen Chan. I know. No. No, 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 no way. Oh, yes. You cannot. 
I repeat, cannot call him. I want to make this crystal clear. He'll see it. Once I paint the picture for him, he'll see it. Damn it, Seth. You cannot ask our former president to help you with this harebrained scheme. I, I didn't just fall off a turnip truck, Anna. I want to have everything worked out first. If you do this, you lose re-election. If I don't do this, what's the point of being elected? You're being rash. You can make a difference as a congressman. Just give it time. We don't have time. They have all three branches. If we don't do something big, there won't be anything left to save. I have to put a stop to this. Are you ordering me to drop it? No. You know I can't do that. What then? I'm asking you to. I can't, Anna. You're never going to be the nominee. Not like this. Are you saying that if I run, you won't back me? <sighs> I'm saying that even if I wanted, I might not be able to. It's okay. It's just turbulence. I'm a, a bit of a nervous flyer. It's a really safe plane. <laughs> I, I have no doubt. Yeah, it's funny. I think you could say what happened next was pretty turbulent for me as well. Mr. Zanardi, I understand your concerns, but you've known Seth for years. He wasn't a radical environmentalist yesterday, and he didn't turn into one overnight. I can't have my business interests being compromised by a kid on a crusade. He knows the importance of continued land development within Orange County. Your real estate dealings are in no jeopardy whatsoever. This isn't just about land development. My clients want to know that they live in a place of stability. Seth has to realize that he represents a district that prides itself on continuity. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, if I could just get the congressman on the line, surely he could put your mind at ease. <laughs> I'm afraid I can't be manipulated that easily. Seth is going to have to learn a hard lesson this time. Sir, sir, if you could please just let Sweetheart, me... Sweetheart, deliver this message to Congressman McGuire. He just lost his biggest donor. That wasn't the worst part, though, was it? Oh, no. Not even close. You went to see Vivian again. I really wish I hadn't. Caviar? Congressman, what are you doing here? Would you care for some champagne? Yeah, I'll take two. Thanks. No, I I'm fine. Thank you. Oh, they're both for me. Uh, okay, then. Vivian, it's over. You and I, this, done, fini, kaput. We went on one date, Seth. You could have just texted me. Two. We went on two dates, the opera and dinner. The dinner where you rambled about ice and then told me you were running for president? So I, I didn't just dream that. More champagne, sir? Oh, I don't mind if I do. Uh, you know what? I'll take one, too. Thank you. You told Dan Carrington! Dan is a friend. We talk. Serves me right. I don't know what I expected from a two-bit lobbyist. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Forgive me for laughing, but that's really quite amusing. Well, I'm happy to oblige. So a slightly different context, but by my count, that makes three drinks to the face in the span of what? Mm, about 36 hours. You're properly inebriated. And seeing your former boss, who just happens to be the ex-president of the United States, for the first time in years. What was that like? 
Damn it! Come on, how do you... I don't need any coffee, Seth. Seth, worry about it later, will you? I'm sorry, sir. It, it, it actually wasn't for you. It was for me. I'm, I'm pretty drunk, and I'm having uh, kind of a rough week. Word of advice from a fellow Catholic, don't drink away your problems, be that with alcohol or coffee. I haven't been sleeping, sir. Uh-huh. Uh, how many days has it been? Three. Well, why don't we line them up and kick it old school? You want to play foosball right now? Maybe it'll help us focus on what's been keeping you up at night. I... <sighs> okay. I take it you already saw my email? Yeah. I read your cockamamie idea. Shh, nice one. <laughs> hey, listen, Mr. President, regardless of how inelegantly I may have described my plan, I assure you, not only is it viable, but it is potentially a game changer. <laughs> You're gonna kill trade, ruin our credit rating, and what's to stop us from doing it again and again, over and over and over? We make it law. This is a one-time deal. And trade will actually increase. No nation in the history of the world will ever have come close to the unprecedented buying power of the newly invigorated United States. Everybody will want to sell us their stuff. Oh, God damn it! <laughs> well, what about job losses? And the increase in the cost of living from stratospheric inflation? Come on, inflation isn't inherently negative. Some inflation is good. Not this much inflation. Ah, damn it! Look... It should settle at about one-seventh. You know, we'd be a parity with the currencies of Norway and Sweden, and their economies are pretty robust, wouldn't you agree? How are people going to deal with the rising cost of goods and services and housing, Seth? We raise the minimum wage. Everybody's salary goes up, plus, you know, they have a million dollars to pay for stuff. Oh, come on. Yeah! Look, I know it takes some time to wrap your head around the idea, but once you get over the shock of the initial, you know, the... Wow, one million dollars, it doesn't... Seth. Look, I've worked out so many different facets and nuances. This is, this is so much more than just... Seth. A... Yes, Mr. President. It's absolutely brilliant. Thank you. It's also completely insane. Ah. But then again, maybe if I had listened to you a little more often and ran with some of your crazy ideas back then, we wouldn't be in the mess we're in today. You were a great president, sir. I'm not the president anymore. You can call me Sidney. <laughs> Respectfully, sir, it wouldn't feel right. Seth, you always tried to push me to be aspirational. Sometimes I listened, but for whatever reason, we couldn't do it. Maybe it would have cost us too much politically. Other times, well, I just wasn't brave enough, and I regret that every day. Sir. No, I'm serious, Seth. I wanted to leave a legacy, but I was too tepid, too pragmatic, maybe. But you, you were always the idealist. More so than any of us, you carried that childlike wonder with you. You still do. Government should inspire its people. We owe them that much, and we fail over and over again. But you, Seth, you can turn the tide. This town takes a lot out of me, sir. Congress hurts. So get out of Congress and go back to where you belong. Does this mean you'll help me? Absolutely not. I love you like a son, but I can't endorse a first-term congressman with a ludicrous idea. Right. If you do this, you have to do it on your own. I don't think I can. You're ready. Don't be scared. All it leads to is regret. But if you're going to take the leap, you know what you have to do now, right?
America 2.0 is a global original podcast. It's directed by J.S. Mayank. Created and written by J.S. Mayank and David Carlyle. Produced by J.S. Mayank, David Carlyle, Jeremy Gordon, and Spencer Garrett. Casting by Jeremy Gordon. With performances by Patrick J. Adams, Kate Walsh, Shinola Hampton, Autumn Reeser, Lorian Haynes, Iqbal Theba, Kulpana Pot, with Ming-Na Wen, and special guest star Lawrence Fishburne as President Sidney Rutherford. Recording and mixing by Mitch Dorf and Michael Miller. Sound design and editing by Rusty Dunn, with original music by Antonio Lepore. America 2.0. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. On the next America 2.0. Welcome back. I've been speaking with Congressman Seth McGuire, and we have just enough time for one last question. Well, thank you, Dana. And that's an excellent question. And you're right. I'm here to see Vivian Lewis. Do I need to call security? Give me five minutes. Please. Why do you care about what I think? Because we become a country of divisiveness. We don't reach across the aisle. We 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 dismiss each other. You want to come up? Nah, I'm good. Wait, that's it? Raid the rock. It's been some kind of day, hasn't it? To put it mildly. Tell me why. Why what? Why this plan and why right now? I want to help everyone. God, you're crazy. You know that. America's real history is one of giants who overcame all odds, overcame slavers and robber barons. And what did we do? Well, everyone knows we invented the internet, but we also invented the middle class, the five-day work week, the teenager, the automobile and the space race, and we're just getting started. We've been through far more chaotic times than this one, with some of the most incredible leaders on the planet, and they're ready for us to pick up where they left off. Our real origins connect us back to reality, each other, and a whole new cinematic universe to empower and inspire. My name's Matthew Cook, and I'm the host of American Origin Stories, now playing wherever you get your podcasts, where you can learn more at realm.fm.